With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why, hello there, friend. I am intern John. This is the Thought Shower. Thank you so much for listening. If you get a chance, we'd like to remind you if you'd ever give us a review on the podcast app. You search the Thought Shower, give us five stars and a funny comment. We appreciate that. Also a reminder that this Saturday, the comedy tour hits St. Pete to the Palladium. Next Saturday, we're in Louisville at uh, Mercury Ballroom. Then August 10th, we're in Baltimore. Get tickets to the show's internjohncomedy.com. Let's go. These oddball thoughts he has will sometimes get a pass when intern John is fogging up the mirror and thinking in the shower and sauce what to do when your parents don't like who you're dating sauce i'm sure you let bunny say about this so funny uh, plus we got shower solicited welcome yes. to the thought shower i'm sauce and I'm intern John. One of these days we gotta have a rhyme ready to go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Welcome to the Thought Shower. Can you comment on my Instagram Thought Power? Oh, yeah. damn. No, she didn't. Oh, man. For a second, I was like, where's she going with that? But then she brought it back full circle. I did. We should just start rapping on I... tour. No. Listen, all we got to do is get people in the door, right? <laughs> Tell them it's for a charity show. They'll come no matter what. And then they can't leave. Because it's for charity. They'll be so disappointed, though. But the hearts will be happy knowing they've helped our military. Yes, but they'll be like, why didn't I just donate? They'll be honestly, this is really put back music a couple hundred years. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I would have donated triple. Exactly. (laughs) For me not to waste my Saturday night (laughs) watching this. Can I invoice you guys for this? Because that was god awful. Yeah. Like, I'm going to ask for a refund, but I'm still going to donate triple to somebody else. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. Uh, welcome to Thought Shower. It's called Thought Shower because your best thinking's done in the shower. Whoop, whoop. What, what, what's your shirt say? It says, be more, babe. But it's in the ACDC font? Yeah. It's, Where'd you get that? My what mom you... got it for me for Christmas oh. a few years ago. That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome, dare I say. It's from a boutique in Baltimore. Is it now? Yes. Um, speaking of nothing, actually, okay. um, for the St. Pete Show, I want to make sure we get this out this Saturday, St. Pete Show. We're going to try a Q&A probably after the show, I think, for yeah. at least like 10 minutes. I'm excited. When we saw John Mulaney and Pete Davidson in Baltimore, mm-hmm. how long do you think they did the Q&A thing for? 20 minutes, maybe? Okay. So here's the the, like, the long story short is that DMED and Cal Crummer can't make this show. Yes. So it's just me, Eric. Sauce, and Eric. <laughs> um, so we're going to try to do this at the end of the show. So I think we'll probably do it. I'll probably put an Instagram poll up. Maybe you should too, if you have any questions. And then we'll, okay. we'll have some there. But then in case somebody wants to say something at the show, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. Just because I would be worried pointing at people. I don't like the point. Yeah. Because then it's always like, you're talking to me, talking to the person behind me. Exactly. And I'm always that person that's like, I start talking when they weren't talking to me. Also, the beauty thing about being on stage is you can't see anybody pass really the first row. I can. I'm blind. So there you go. Well, you can't. But I was saying, oh, for, I can't. I forgot so. about that. The person with average eyesight, you can't see past the first row, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Like the whole audience could leave. I would have no idea. That's true. Uh, anyway, Sauce, since we last talked on Saturday, how's your life going? It's going well. <laughs> Um, I got locked out of my aunt's house the other day, so I had to, after work, I drove there and got locked out, and then 
I had to, I didn't actually know what to do, so I just drove to my parents' house because I wanted to sleep. Well, let's rewind. So you've been house-sitting for aunt all summer. Yeah. How'd you get locked out of her house? I left my keys in the house. Oh, how'd you get back in? So the neighbor had a spare key because my aunt's mom gave, like, my aunt's mom has had this house since... I want to say like 1961 mm-hmm. and the house still looks very out of the 60s. But so she gave the neighbors around the same age, like they're an older couple yeah. and they're away a lot of the summer. So I'm lucky that they were there, but they had the extra key that she gave them years ago. And just for clarification, you like you can say aunt's mom, most people are like, oh, that's your grandma. But yeah. it's like not full blood. Yeah, aunt it's though, like right? my half aunt. Right. So, yeah. OK, so and again, for perspective. So how far is your aunt live away from the radio station? About an hour. So and it was very weird. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but it was fine. really weird because when I was driving home that night, I was thinking because my dog has been, he hurt his paw a few weeks ago and I've been like, I can't take my dog to my aunt's house because she won't allow it because she has all white carpets and like pet dander, all these reasons. So I was like, maybe I'll just go like stay at my parents because I passed the exit. But my parents' house from the station is also an hour because they live in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, so I was thinking that night, I was like, maybe I should just go check on my dog and like sleep there and I was like no it's okay like I'll go tomorrow or something sure. so I get to Bethesda and I'm locked out that so. is that sucks and so then I drove from Bethesda to Pasadena and I was and that was another hour so you could have, like call me and crash like in the guest room it's okay it was really late so or Eric I probably wouldn't have answered well if you I always have my phone in nighttime mode so that's part of the problem yeah no it's okay so went there um I got to my parents house really late And um, my parents, I live in their basement apartment when I'm living there. Mm -hmm. The door to my apartment was wide open because my brother had been down there looking for something and just didn't close it. And that's scary because like your parents kind of live in the wilderness. So, like, they it'd do. It would be very plausible that an animal could have walked in there. Especially my parents' house. My parents are notorious for leaving windows and doors open for the quote-unquote fresh air. Yes. Just because that's just how they are, which is fine. But no but screen. There's no screens on most of the doors or windows, yeah. mind you. We got screens, or they got screens probably two years ago sure. on their windows. Yeah. Like, okay. We're getting there. But they have this. They had this issue a few summers ago where frogs, like frogs, were just populating like crazy in our yard, and they were really cute frogs. But they kept getting in the house. My mom lost a salamander in the house last week, and we're not like. Wait, your mom lost a salamander? A sal- so a lot of salamanders live in my dad's gardens, and they'll come in the house. And this this has been a problem before. I remember when I first started the radio station. My parents' front door to their part of the house because I can't, you have to walk to the front of the house to get in from my part because yeah. there's no connection. So there was something wrong with the door where it kept just automatically locking itself, but it wouldn't, like, you couldn't unlock it. Like, it just, the door would jam. That sucks. So this one day, it's fall, maybe, um, no, it had to be the springtime, I think. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, either way, the door was broken and I'm trying to, like, run out the door and a salamander got in the house and I couldn't find it. And I never did find it's it. Super question. And they're seeing salamander in real life. Do they move fast? Yeah, they're really fast. I imagine being slow, like snails. No, they're pretty fast. And my mom said this salamander was huge, according to her. Because they can get pretty enormous. I think I've seen like on National Geographic. Yeah. So she's like, she's like, I think that Zero heard his paw when he was chasing the salamander. I'm like, that's great. That's how I think about paws too, man. Yeah. He could just like step in like on a thorn, and you mm-hmm. just don't know. And um, I don't know. He's he's okay now, but. Uh, my parents, yeah, notorious for just having animals in the house, like uh, praying mantis. They had this huge praying mantis that was living in their bathroom. And they didn't want to hurt it. Those you, you can't kill those. No. So I was like, what are you, like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I, I had a pet praying mantis because we raised him in sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Then he died. Oh, that's sad. But like, uh, 
if here's the thing though, we had it had a few fruit flies. So I don't, I don't think my dad knew I had praying mantis. How where'd you keep it? In the garage. Okay. Again, I had, had he had a cage. Okay. But like, as my dad would, I would have been like, as an adult, you're not bringing freaking fruit flies yeah. into the house. But no. I did. My weekend, um, my child Chewy, who you've met several times. Yeah. I had left uh, on Saturday. We went to our friend Andrew Amina's um, engagement party. I guess yeah. is what we call it. I left a trash bag on you know like my bar stools. Mm-hmm. Forgot to take the trash like to the actual garage. Yeah. I get back from Andrew and Romina's, and I texted you because Chewy, nowhere to be found. Yeah. And if you own a dog or a pet, and usually your pet is the first thing to wake you, like when you get to the door, your pet's right there, ready yeah. to play. I know, and I'm sure you've known from house sitting with Chewy, yeah. if he's nowhere to be found, he you done know. did something. You know something's wrong. Unless he is knocked out in my bed, which he miraculously can jump up into when I'm not around, yeah. which is it's a miracle. So I walk in and I see like there's poop all over the front hallway. Um, and I'm like, and like a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like more than his body should be able to hold. Yeah. And then I see the trash fell. Aww. And I had Uber ated breakfast uh, okay. that morning. Yeah. So he had chicken. He had some bread, it looks like. Aww. He had Chick fil A sauce. He like, even when. <laughs> he lived it up. I was going to my room. I finally saw him. I was like, Chewy. And he starts slowly walking the other way. Aww. Almost like, if I go slow, he won't be able to see me. And continue <laughs> to walk in a different room like Chewy. Aww. Chewy, Chewy, Chewy. So he, uh, it can be mad at him. It's yeah. my, my fault. So he just, he ate very well. Oh, he's so funny. He is. But like, you know, like if you have a dog, you know, if the dog's not there when you get in the house, mm-hmm. they did something wrong. Oh, yeah. If, oh, I, yeah. if I asked Chewy, did you poop? He, Puts his ears back and he walks away like, yeah, I did. I'm really sorry. I'm gonna think about my actions. Aww. Yeah. So that was my weekend. Anyway. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sue, it is cool. Uh, dealing with uh, when your parents disapprove your relationship, you're supposed to do these things to make it better. I can't okay. wait for your input, Saws. Oh yeah. Next. You're in the thought shower with intern John. As Huffington Post has this article, what to do when your parents don't like your significant other. Okay. How many boyfriends have you had in your life, Shelby? Uh, I guess probably four. How many of those boyfriends have your parents liked? None of them. Not even like... Uh... At first, they kind of liked one of them. They always deal with them, but at first they liked one. They were like, oh, he's okay. He's nice. He's not really motivated like you are, so I don't understand what you see in him. Yeah. But they kind of liked him, and then after a while, they now obviously do not like him. Sure. So, But at first, they kind of liked him. I think... Um, I, I don't think I've ever had parents not like me. I'm mm, very like... Well, but I'm very respectable, respectful. Yeah. But I've had parents not believe me at first. I think um, I had an ex whose parents, like, they told me later on, like, they thought I was full of it. They're like, nothing about this guy makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. he he works in radio. Yeah. His parents are college professors, and he still goes to mass. Like, yeah. No, and I was looking, I was thinking back, like, yeah, that, I wouldn't believe that probably no. either. Like, none of that makes sense. No. Then you meet my family, go, oh, okay, I, he's he's a tortured artist, and he struggled <laughs> and made his way through. Oh my god. Um, but there are certain reasons that you can think of. Like, is there a common thread of why your parents didn't like who you dated? Um, I remember with one boyfriend, it they didn't like him just because they thought it was too soon. And um, after my last relationship, so they thought I was rushing into a relationship when I'd been single for like nine months. But um, they just thought I want I need to focus on school. So they just didn't really like him. Also, he was older. And um, how much older? So he was four years older than I was. But I mean, I was 21. When we started dating. And it's not that they necessarily didn't like him. They thought he was very nice. They just thought that he wasn't. We were an odd couple, to be fair. Just wonder your mom didn't want me as family. Yes, that's why. And um, <laughs> she was like, "I know you guys aren't you guys aren't getting married. I'm not going to be as family." <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so savage. I felt so bad for his mom, but it is what it is. But um, 
So she, they didn't like them, him because they just thought that we weren't compatible, like we weren't good for each other. And mm. it wasn't because we had a bad relationship. It just we were very different people. Like he was an introvert. I was more of an extrovert. He just wanted to sleep all the time. I wanted to go out all the time. Sure. Like, and it's it's normal for me being 21 and he was 25 when Absolutely. we started dating. So it makes sense. Um, and then my boyfriend before that, they didn't like because he was not a good person. That's good. And then high school boyfriend, they didn't like because he was a bully. Boyfriend after that, they liked it first, and then they realized that he was a sociopath. So, oh, okay, yeah. So the tips that the Huffington Post has for dealing with the parents is first thing is plan some low key get-togethers mm-hmm. where your parents and partner can interact. Now, what they're saying, which I think is key, is don't expect your significant other to automatically know how to get along with your parents. Yeah, and don't expect your parents will immediately like them because you love your partner. Yeah. Which I think is huge. So, like, if you know that there's triggers for your parents, mm-hmm. let this uh, let your significant other know that. Like, hey, don't bring up X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I think that with meeting at least my last two boyfriends, I would just kind of throw it on them. Like, hey, just so you know, so and so is gonna be here tonight, and you're gonna meet them, and I really like them, so I hope you do too. I'll tell you, as a dude, there's nothing weirder than meeting the parents because yeah. you know, like, you, instantly you're disliked. Which is, I would be the same way if I had a daughter. I'd be like, yeah. instantly, like, I'm not going to trust this guy. That makes sense, yeah. It's like you're being interrogated. The other point they add is don't complain to your parents about your significant other if you want them to like your partner. Which oh, I yeah. think is like so underestimated, whether it's your parents or your friends. Mm-hmm. If you consistently complain, like for every bad thing you say, yeah. first of all, it can't be a bad thing. It's got to be like an annoyance, more so of an annoyance thing. Yeah. Like it's got to be like, oh, they're messy. If yeah. If you say like, oh, she gets drunk and passes out all the time, but she's really nice. People remember the things that seem like red flags. Especially your parents, or especially my mom. My mom's like, okay, well, if they're doing that, why are you still dating them? Right. So. And if it's consistent, 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 and mm-hmm. then like, if if like, if you, if it was me and you, right? Yeah. And I think if you paint the picture to your parents that I'm a jackass. Oh yeah. They'll take. They're, they're gonna go in assuming I'm a jackass, and like the slightest thing, they're like, oh, that's him being a jackass. Yeah. Instead of being like, sometimes he's really nice, but sometimes he can be an idiot. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. They say consider your parents' perspective. So instead of feeling defensive, take a minute to look at your significant other from their point of view. Yeah, I think that with especially when they met my last boyfriend, I was very I wasn't even defensive because they didn't even come out and they they weren't like okay, they were just more skeptical because of how we met and how I was kind of throwing it on them and everything and like hey, you should like him because I like him. So I think I was very defensive at first and even probably for the first like six months of our relationship. So the, yeah. was there a point where they got over the hump? Um, I think once they started to get to know him better, they were like, wow, he's like very respectful, blah, blah, blah. But my, my mom understands me like to a T, I think. And she understood that it was probably not going to work out for us just because he was, I don't want to even say he was lazy. He was just comfortable. He would just settle. And I'm not a settler whatsoever. So I think that she saw that he wasn't going to put in the work to get where I thought he should be or like what I thought his potential was. That's Mm -hmm. more of what it was. I, I always was defending him saying he's so smart he's so intelligent i think he could be x y and z she's like well if you think that that's great but he doesn't think that so why are you supporting him so it's almost like she knew it wasn't gonna work out yeah because i always had even if it took me forever to achieve my goal i was still gonna do it and she knew that about me whereas with him he wasn't even trying did she make that known or was her, her like uh add to more like i'll just wait it's gonna fizzle out but if i say something then she'll really try to fight longer for it oh it's my mother of course she said something she said <laughs> You know, Shelby, he's really lazy, but that's how she would describe it. Like, she's really, he's really lazy. He's just settling. He's like, I don't see him putting in any work. Why isn't he doing this? And then it would come over maybe like every three months. She'd be like, so what, what's changed? Damn. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Next thing they have is um, what your parents think about your significant other is really a moot point. 
So what they're saying is like your parent you don't really need to know what your parents think about your significant other because it's really Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. About your relationship. But I do think it's like if you're consistently asking, so what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. It's like when your friends are dating somebody new and they ask you, so what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? It's almost like they know there's a problem. Yeah. But they want to make sure that you like ignore it too do you know what i mean yeah i totally agree with that because i did that a lot with my last relationships like so how do you think about him now what do you think now and then it was always kind of like i mean i I like him as a person but he's just not for you but when somebody says that do you believe that though or that's kind of or is it one of those things like it's not me it's you that's one of those things i hear that and i want to prove you wrong that's the problem that's why i feel like and this not to get too much into i want well i want to spoil stranger things um like there's the stereotypical like ish, like single dad raising the daughter and it's always like the friends thing. Well, if you tell her she can't date somebody, she's want to date him even more. Yeah. So is that a true thing? Oh yeah, especially for girls when they're younger, they just they're like, well, why not? Let me show you why you're wrong. I guess I'm that way, but now with relationships with everything else. Yeah. So I mean, I've heard that with several guys I've dated, and I think that I always, for some reason, I think. In my mind, and this is obviously not true, but I'll hear that and be like, no, I know him on a deeper connection. I know who he should be or his potential, and I see his like true colors, and I know that he is so much better than you think, so let me just prove that to you. Is it more so proving that your judgment's correct or proving the person is I want to prove that, that the person is the good person that I see and the reason I'm dating you, when in reality, my judgment's so cloud when I'm dating people that that's so dumb. But I do think there's nothing more disappointing in a relationship than when you see somebody has potential and they just consistently don't let do you anything with it. Yeah. Not even let you down. It's like let themselves down. Like I've dated people like where they have so much potential to do these other side projects. Yeah. And they, they would do it like once and they would do well and then that do it again. I'm like, what do you, uh, but come on, let's go. I think a lot of people, not to dive so far into this question, but I think that what I saw with my last relationship is even though the person had a lot of potential and could do a lot, they didn't want to because they were a comfortable. They didn't feel like they needed to work hard because they just and this, they were lazy. They just got very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Complacent. Mm-hmm. And I just I could do X, Y, and Z and just be even the breadwinner like I would have had to be if we were still together. And he would just be comfortable, you know, be taken care of. Yeah, because he'd be like, okay, well, I paid all my bills, and you know what? I can maybe buy some food, and that's it. Like, he wouldn't, he w- doesn't need a savings account. He doesn't need to, like, think about the future, because as long as he's taken care of, that's all that he cares about. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, if I have a roof over my head, even if I'm not paying rent, I don't care. I could never in a million years live like that. Yeah, so I can't even live like that. And I, I have a great family. You know, they've always supported me no matter what, but even so, it's like, how I I don't have that mentality whatsoever. Yeah, please take care of me. Yeah, and it's like it's so weird. <laughs> It'd be different, I think. Like if you were um like chasing your dream. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying like if it was like um like if, if I quit radio to pursue comedy full time. Yeah. Everything'd be different if somebody's let me live with them because they know like I'm like actively putting everything I have into chasing the yeah. dream. But if you're just sitting there 
doing your regular job and mm-hmm. then coming back home and watching TV, that's not all the same thing. Yeah, if you're just doing the thing that, you know, you're just, it's not even a job that you love or like not that you need to necessarily, I guess, have a job that you love, even though I would prefer that. And you're just like doing a job that anyone could do and you're not going to grow with it whatsoever. It's just like a job. A summer job. But yeah, just do it's for really just life. like a summer job and that's it. And you're not, you don't have any other plan Then what, like, what's your purpose? Then you certainly can support yourself. Yeah. It's just, it was frustrating. So, um, the last thing they have on this story is should you tell your partner, your parents don't like them? Did you mm, ever do that? I don't think so. No, probably not. Not even hinted at it. No, I think that like sometimes if they did something that was like, hey, like, do not do that around my family again, I would say it. But it wasn't like, oh, just so you know, my mom doesn't like you. I, I would never do that. I would never do that either, but I always would say that my mom doesn't forget anything. Yeah. Can I tell you what I always do for every girlfriend to break the ice with my mom? Mm-hmm. I would always say because uh, I would, <laughs> this is sound horrible, but whatever you do, don't look my mom in the eye. Yeah. And I would make up the fact that she has a glass eye. Oh like my, my God. mom has a glass eye. Don't stare at her right eye. So yeah. every girl that's ever met my mom stares down. Oh my god! And my mom picked up on it, and she goes, "Did he tell you about my eye?" Oh man, that's so mean. <laughs> but it's an icebreaker, though. That is a good icebreaker. It's just a little mean. I don't think I'd ever tell somebody that my parents don't like them. My no. dad's very nice, though. My dad likes everybody. Yeah. My mom, like, if you, if I told you my mom doesn't like you, yeah. you're gonna wonder everything she says if it's trying to cut you deep or what she's doing. That's so true. Peggy's yeah. a savage. Yeah, I, she's a bigger savage than I could ever hope to be. I can, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Seriously. No, um, I don't think I. I don't think I told anyone that. Just I didn't want to ruin that. I didn't want them to think my parents were bad people. Do you think that parents have loved you? Um, I think so. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, does it mean some of them didn't? Um, no. I mean, I I know that when I went through a breakup with one of my boyfriends, that his mom was really mad with how I did it, which I don't disagree with that. I don't think it was the most mature way, but it was. I felt horrible because I was with her a week before I broke up with him. And she was telling people that I was her future daughter-in-law. Oh, did you know it was coming? The breakup? Yes. Yeah. It was a long time ago. So coming. I wish I could have seen your face like, ooh. I think I even said like, no. It's oh, a good one, Karen. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that like, obviously my high school boyfriend's mom, like, she probably was just like, I mean, it's high school. Like, mm-hmm. I like her because I have to. Like, I don't know. She probably was like, I mean, she seemed to like me, but at the same time, like, did she have to? No. Because yeah. it was high school. I saw her a few years after high school We because she had stomach problems and so did I. So I was getting all these tests done for my stomach and she was like, and we talked the entire time. Yeah. She was like, You're, you just look so great. And I thought that was cool. And then um, boyfriend after that, his mom I had known since I was in elementary school because I had known him since elementary school. And I loved her. Like, I I was very sad about that, losing her in the breakup. So, yeah. Is it, can we make a, a generic rule that if um, if you're assuming that your parents and your friends have always been very supportive. Yeah. If they don't like who you're dating, there's probably a reason why. Oh, yeah. Assuming, if we're going to assume they've always been supportive of you and they never just try to poop on everything you do. Yeah, I there's agree. There's probably a reason why. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. We should start judging people's relationships. If you want us to judge a relationship, send it. <laughs> Send us some facts and a pick. Send us the pros and cons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and a pick. Send us their best pick and their worst pick. Yeah. Uh, shower solicited. You ready? Yeah. We'll do that next. The Thought Shower with intern John. Come on in. The water's warm and he's not wearing pants. What we do here on the Shower Solicited, mm-hmm. you slide in sauces DMs. Yes. Uh, and by the way, we love getting follow-ups too. So if you've 
had yours done before. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple follow-ups. It's always fun to hear. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, DM Sauce at Shelby Sauce with your question. Yes. We go from there. What do you got today, kid? Hey, Sauce and IJ. Sauce, you're talking about making new friends and Bumble BFF a few weeks ago. How did that go? I've always been intimidating and intimidated and shy when it comes to making new friends, so I don't have very many. Now that I'm getting older and we've all gone our own ways, I want to make new friends so I don't feel so lonely. Do you have any advice? And her name's Michaela. Okay, Michaela. Yeah. So yeah, you talked about this probably a month ago. Right? Yeah. Have you done the Bumble BFF thing? It's been such a crazy month with my new job and everything that I actually just snoozed my Bumble accounts. Okay. So I haven't been following up or anything. But the few weeks that I used it, um, it was, again, I was out of town a lot of those weeks for work and stuff. But I mean, it was very cool because... I, I, too, have been intimidate, intimidated when it comes to meeting new people. I mean, like, you know, making new friends that are girls and stuff. So I think that it was nice because everybody was just so open and nice. Well, I imagine it's got to be nice because everybody's there knowing that yeah. the other person needs a friend. Yeah. So, like, you can't have a one-night stand with a friend. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was nice. Like, it was really cool to get to know people. And it's it's weird making girlfriends over the internet. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it's weird. You're like, hey, like a lot of the icebreakers that I would do is like, hey, because a lot of them were from out of town. So I would ask, how are you liking the DMV or something along those lines? So I, it's not rocket science. I know that's not deep or anything, but it was nice to see so many women that were just like so open and nice on the Internet to just talking. I really think like this is how Bumble found its niche. I know like the beginning thing of Bumble was it's giving women the power to swipe right. Yeah. But I really think yeah, from everything I've heard from you talk about, other people talk about like for, it's hard to find good girlfriends. It is. It's very hard. And to admit that you need girlfriends and then you're trying to find girlfriends. Yes. So to have it something like this where like everybody's in the exact same boat where it's like, listen, finding friends sucks in the real world because people are god awful. Yeah. It's got to be a nice experience. It is because a lot of the ways that I've been making new friends are through the internet. I know that sounds really weird because I met my ex through the internet. So that also, like, I don't have the best record for it. But um, I feel like fake sometimes. I don't know how else to explain it with the, with Instagram because I've made friends through Instagram with like the beauty community or just people that I just vibe with and then I'll overly support those people Mm -hmm. and they seem very thankful for it but at the same time I wonder if I'm coming off creepy I wouldn't think so yeah like this girl um I met this girl Becca through makeup and then I met her friend Hannah through Becca because she was at second chance prom and we were all hanging out and then Hannah was in this cool like a few weeks ago she was in this really cool photo shoot and she has this business, so I've been sharing her stuff more because, obviously, I think she's very talented, so why would I not? Mm-hmm. Also, she works in Baltimore. I work in Baltimore. It's true. So I've been very, like, doing that, and she always messages me. She's so thankful. And at the same time, like, am I coming off as creepy? Because I did the same thing to this girl, Emily. who She's amazing at, ha- at hair. She has won so many hair awards. She's so talented. But I share her stuff all the time. I'm like, am I coming off as creepy? I don't think that. I think it's more so being supportive. I, I hope so, because I, I think that they're both really skilled. So, I think creepy would be like sliding their DMs constantly with cr- things yeah. that creepy people would say. Yeah, that's true. So that's what I've been doing. And then it seems to build a relationship. And then if I met Becca, we went out, and then I met her friend Hannah. I've never met Emily, even though she also works in Baltimore. <laughs> but I think like the, the biggest thing is like as far as like fear of rejection on a friend site, like anybody who's worth being your friend is going to respond. Yeah. You know I mean, anybody that, anybody that you would get, like if you're not an ass of a person, yeah. you wouldn't be an ass to somebody online who's looking for friends. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is an ass to you, you wouldn't be friends with them anyway because you yeah, guys clearly true. don't have the same like, not standards or morals 
is easier. For dudes, it's completely different. Like yeah. dudes can bond over like anything. Like I'll have a dude come over and we'll just not talk for two hours mm-hmm. and watch a movie and that's hanging out. Yeah, I get that. Like there can be silence and that's mm-hmm. fine. Like that's just like how dudes are. Women, yeah. I feel like it's completely different. It is. It's very different because girls were just also like, oh, are we being weird? Are we being fake? Have you ever been? I can't imagine you being fake. No, I'm. I'm I've always been the person in my friend groups that is very blunt, and then it's like, oh, Shelby, why are you doing that? Oh my God, Shelby, why did you say that? And they look at me like I'm just the worst person ever because once I was on this trip with my friends and I happened to call someone out because of something that needed to be called out about. I happened. I happened <laughs> to. I found myself calling somebody I out. I found myself just saying, and it was just kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. Like something happened, yeah. and then that person was trying to play it off, and I said, no, you did that, because she did. And then my other friend was like, Shelby, I can't believe you said that. And I was like, why are we going to act like it didn't happen? I will admit there are times where I say to you the exact quote, Jesus, Shelby, you can't help yourself, can you? Because it's so fake. Like we're it's a girl. We're all friends. We've known each other since we were eleven. Why are we not just being like you know what? Like, but there's times like where like Sauce will get like the knockout punch, yeah. and then like she could just walk away knowing that she had knockout, but she wants to throw one more uppercut as the person's <laughs> falling to the canvas, like just to make sure they know. I understand that, but at the same time, <laughs> that's I'm just, coming from me. <laughs> I'm just so sick of people just not being real about things like that. The, I'm not gonna say it on here because it's it's really stupid, but like. It was just, why are we allowing this to happen when it's right in front of our face? Like, Yeah, I agree with that. I've yeah. always kind of been the similar thing where I just, why I get involved, especially because I don't want to be tied to the BS. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, I, and for me, it's usually not even me being tied to it. It's just like, I'm going to be the person that's going to tell you how it is because I'm not going to care about your feelings in the sense like, yes, I care about your feelings enough that I'm telling you to your face that you effed up. You don't care about my feelings, I don't think. I do. And I, I really, I truly do care about people's feelings enough to be honest with you, unlike most people today. I do think that's like the funny thing of like, um, we're so used to not being told honesty. Have you ever seen the interview with Kanye and Charlemagne, the first one? No. Where like, Char- I mean, the funny thing about Charlemagne, I know I talk about him a lot, is like he first came on the scene and people were so shocked because I think they thought he was trying to provoke. Yeah. He's just being honest. Yeah. With anybody. So Kanye's first interview with Charlemagne, nobody has told Kanye his projects are bad probably his entire life. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne did, and Kanye was clearly taken back. Yeah. But now, like, anytime Kanye has a project, he has Charlemagne do the interview, because he knows at least he's going to get the honesty of, like, That's cool. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm thinking. That's, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm on my rock or my stand just preaching to the choir here, like, listen, this is how it should be. It's more so just my entire life, people have tried to BS me and just not been honest honest with me, and then it will come out later on, like, oh, that you looked really stupid doing that. And I'm like, why doesn't anyone just tell me? Well, I think there's a difference between that the friend who just wants to, like, will, who will shoot down anything you do because they're a hater yeah. versus the friend that cares so much they're going to shoot it down and see so you don't look stupid. It's like the friend that will tell you that the outfit that you're in looks cute when you look, like, really frumpy maybe, and it's just going to make them look better. Does that happen? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. I have had that problem with friends in the past where, like, I'll put on something and I'm like, does this look cute? And they're like, just wear that. Don't wear that. And, like, I know for a fact 100% the other outfit's cuter, but they just want me to look worse. Oh, my gosh. And I remember once we were out and I was like, why did you tell me to wear these? She's like, I don't know. Just, you know, just try something different. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I have a Y chromosome. Because Um, everybody was asking me why I was wearing these pants. And I was like, I don't know. She's told me that I look cute. And they're like, no, no, you don't. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to be Sauce's friend. Yeah. Do it. 
at Shelby Sauce. S H E L B Y S O S. You can also tell her that this Saturday in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're so pumped. The comedy tour hits St. Pete, second time at the Palladium. I'm so excited. Uh, there's not many tickets left. Internjohncomedy.com. No. Louisville again the following Saturday. And that show, like, there's maybe 10 pairs left for mm-hmm. the second show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Internjohncomedy.com for that as well. Baltimore, August 10th, my birthday weekend. Woo! You can uh, follow Sauce at Shelby Sauce. Make sure you leave us a review on Please. the podcast app, Search of Thought Shower. Give us the five stars. We appreciate you. Follow mm-hmm. me at Intern John Radio. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye. More Thought Shower online at thethoughtshower.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.